بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم الحمد للہ رب العالمین وصلاۃ وسلام علیہ شرف الانبیاء والمرسلین محمد الرسول اللہ صلی اللہ علیہ وآلہ وصحبہ وسلم تسلیم کثیر کثیر فما بعد و مائی بردر سسٹرز وی ول ٹاک انشاءاللہ ٹوڈے اباؤٹ ون آف دی ادر ون آف دا گریٹسٹ صحابہ آف رسول اللہ صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم ون آف دوز از امنگ دی سابقون الاولون دی پیپل ہو ون دا ریس the people who were right in the front um abdullah ibn jahsh radiyallahu anhu who was not only one of the earliest and first muslims but also he was the cousin of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam his sister um zainab bint jahsh also the cousin of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam later on became his wife and so abdullah bin jahsh became also the brother in law of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam Abdullah bin Jahsh radiyallahu anhu was one of the first people who accepted accepted Islam as I said even before Baitul Arkham came to be uh, he was one of the first, he he was in the first hijra to Abyssinia uh, with uh, Abu Salama and Umm Salama radiyallahu anhu and uh, so he <coughs> was truly one of the pioneers uh, of Islam um, then came the second day as we know they came back to uh, to makkah because uh, there were some rumors that uh, the quraish's attitude had changed but when they came to makkah they realized that this was not true and rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam gave them by then the people of madina were, were ready to welcome the muslims so rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam gave them permission to migrate to madina um, so abdullah ibn jahsh radiyallahu anhu was among those who migrated to madina there again um, abu salama and umm salama radhiyallahu anhu they were the first to go and abdullah ibn jahsh radhiyallahu anhu was the second one to go in his case he did not go alone he went with his family and he went with his whole clan so they used to live in a part of makkah which uh, all all their houses were together there so when the whole clan left the whole place became desolate like a almost like a ruin um as we know the makkans the quraish uh did not allow these people to migrate in peace uh they were driven out as refugees uh they they were not allowed to take their possessions and so on so they migrated at a huge huge uh material cost to themselves as well as a, an enormous uh mental and uh you know uh emotional cost now uh, and that cost is uh, is far more severe and painful than the material cost so imagine people who are like today i mean you know we we have we have our possessions we we go somewhere we bring something we like this thing we uh, you, you decorate your house with it and you have your favorite uh, you know carpets and curtains and what not uh, they had to leave everything behind now not only that happened but uh, when they had left uh, Abu Jahl and Utba Utba bin Rabia uh, they came to those to that locality and they walked around and uh, uh, Utba bin uh, Rabia said that this whole place looks uh, uh, looks sad and it looks like the houses of Banu Jahsh are weeping for their occupants uh, to which so Utba said this and Abu Jahl very uh, derisively Uh, he said why should the houses be poor these people anyway who cares about them you know that's the kind of 
disdain with which they treated them and then uh, abu jahal laid claim to the house of abdullah bin jahash radhiyallahu anhu because it was the most beautiful and expensive of all the houses and uh, he uh, you know he took over that house and uh, he took things from it and gave them away to his cronies and so on and so forth now when abdullah bin jahash radhiyallahu anhu heard about this he was he had gone to madina already somebody to give him the information so when he heard about this he uh, told rasulullah sallallahu about it nabi sallallahu said to him are you not satisfied that allah has given you a house in jannah instead of this house and abdullah bin jahash said ya rasulullah i am very satisfied alhamdulillah and then he was completely at peace with himself you know just think about this this is the whole essence of iman <coughs> and this is something that i beg and beg and beg allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to to give me and i ask allah i beg allah to give that give this to you also this complete and total certainty in the word of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam right um here is this house this is house which you built i mean just imagine right when you finish this go stand in front of your house and look at the house so subhanallah i built this house such a beautiful house and so on and so on and um, imagine losing it and getting nothing for it no compensation nothing or driven out clothes on your back uh, maybe a small suitcase with stuff in it and that's it that everything in the house is gone uh, your worst enemy has taken it so it's not only gone it's not as if as if it burned down in a fire which would be more uh, you know non partisan but it's gone to the worst enemy uh, yet when allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam gave this promise and say allah has given you a house in jannah and remember this is not you might say well you know the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam is not here with us so who is going to promise me the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam promised it to every one of us uh, and that promise is true to the day of judgment because he said that if you give up something for the sake of allah allah will give you something better in this dunya and allah will give you something of that kind in the, in, in jannah so if somebody gives up his uh, Uh, you know a, a a business that he's doing which is haram allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will replace it with something something better and allah will give him jannah so somebody leaves his house for the sake of allah allah will give him a house in jannah so these are things which are which are promised right and we don't have to give up a house for a house rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said somebody who can control his tongue who can control his anger allah will give him a house in jannah imagine i mean you you are, you are not you haven't lost anything by controlling your anger you have actually gained in this life itself and on top of that allah is giving you a house in jannah may allah give us the understanding of this so see the absolute yaqeen the absolute certainty that the sahaba radhwanullahi alaihi majma'in had so this was the story of abdullah ibn jahsh radhiyallahu anhu and then something happened and this something is very um, it was a very tough and very difficult thing that happened which abdullah ibn jahsh radhiyallahu anhu had to bear Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam sent a small um, group of sahaba to gather intelligence about the movements of the Quraysh. So he <coughs> uh, in this group were Abdullah bin Jahsh and Sa'd bin Abi Waqqas radhiyallahu anhu. Sa'd bin Abi Waqqas radhiyallahu anhu was an uncle of Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam through his relationship and, and Abdullah bin Jahsh was his cousin. And there were a couple of other people. Now Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam gave them a letter and he said to abdullah bin jahsh he appointed abdullah bin jahsh as the commander so abdullah bin jahsh was the first person who was called amirul mu'minin because he was the commander of the faithful commander of the believers 
um in 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 his case this didn't mean the khalifa it meant the commander of that battalion so nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam sent this uh, there was just eight people in this a small little group of people eight people and he gave them sallallahu alaihi wasallam this letter he gave the letter to abdullah bin jahsh and he said take this letter and travel in the direction of makkah and two days after two days travel open the letter and then do what i have written uh, in this letter so they did that two days later abdullah bin jahsh radhiyallahu opened the letter and he read there he said rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam had written and written meaning as we know rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam did not write he had somebody somebody write it he 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 could not read and write he was unlettered but what was written in the letter was when you have read this letter press on until you come to a place called nakhla between taif and makkah from there observe the quraish and gather whatever information you can on them for us now this was very clearly you go to this place stay there and for some time and gather information on the movements of the quraish right nothing nothing more so abdullah bin jahsh radhiyallahu anhu he said yes inshallah i will do this ya rasulullah and he is just he is speaking to himself right nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam is not there and uh, then he said to his people he said the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam has commanded me and commanded all of us to proceed to, na- to nakhla and observe the quraish and gather information but he also has said not to go further with any one of you who is against the pur- purpose of this expedition so he said this expedition is not a, a war expedition we are not going to fight anybody we just going to gather information and return so uh, if anyone is not interested in coming with us there is no blame on him he can return from here he can return to Mac- to madina and uh, there is no problem the rest will go but he rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam told me not to take anyone by force so nobody is compelled so all these sahaba they said no of course not we are with you and we will continue there is nakhla and uh, this is between <coughs> makkah and taif so it was all hilly country they were they camped in some of the uh, in one of the hilly valleys mountain passes and uh, they were gathering information on the movements of the quraish um at that time they saw in the distance a quraish caravan and this caravan had only four men who were guarding this caravan uh, and then these four men were Amr uh, bin Hadrami, Hukum uh, bin Kaisan, Uthman bin Abdullah, and and his brother Mughira bin Abdullah. So these four were and these all four were were not Muslim; they were Mushrikeen, and they were guarding the caravan and they were taking this caravan to Mecca. And the caravan had the usual Quraysh talk in trade, which is skins and raisins and so on and so forth. Now that is when the issue started, and that is that these people, the the companions of abdullah bin jahsh and himself and so on they said look here is an opportunity to uh, to raid and to and to get this caravan so one of them said we are um the sacred month uh, we are in a sacred month which will finish tomorrow so today is part of the sacred month tomorrow is is the sacred month at the end of tomorrow this month will and now in the sacred month as we know you are not allowed to <coughs> to uh um, to 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 wage war or to do any, any any kind of fight and conflict but the problem was that uh, it is the last day of the sacred month and if we 
wait for this last day to finish these people would have entered the uh, the the precincts and boundaries of the haram in which during inside which there is no fighting and there is no killing and there is no uh, violence of any kind so they will escape uh, if we attack them now then we would be attacking them in the sacred month so now this was a dilemma they said now what do we do because on the one hand uh, you know on the one hand there is uh, uh, we have uh, the sacred month as we know is uh, first month is muharram and then uh, the seventh month the 11th month and the 12th month so uh, these are the sacred months of, uh, of in the hijri calendar so now uh, this was the dilemma the dilemma was if we attack them now we, we would be doing it in the sacred month and if we uh, let them go then they would have gone into the uh, precincts of the haram in which case they are um, they, they are protected so uh, we cannot attack them so finally they decided to attack the caravan and take it and they did that um, in that fight uh, two men were captured one was killed and the fourth one escaped um, Abdullah bin Jahsh and his companions they took the caravan and they took the ca- their captives and they went to Medina um, now what happened there is something that I will tell you inshallah tomorrow today just think about this and say that here is a dilemma uh, what would you have done in that situation?